Welcome to the Essay for FA's Retirement Advisor Podcast, a series that addresses issues of importance to financial advisors when dealing with the preeminent issue on their clients' minds, namely their desire for financial independence. I'm your host, Gil Weinrich, and today we will discuss how to attain a comfortable retirement irrespective of your preferred investing style. This is best expressed in two parts. The key piece of advice is part two of our discussion, but we can't get there until we first discuss what not to do. Let's tackle that now. We need to be very careful about screening out the majority of investment and economic commentary, which are based on predictions. I can't overestimate the importance of this point. There's no greater clickbait than the assurance that somebody will tell you what's going to happen. We fall for this because we so desire this information. But it's not information. Information informs you of what is happening. Rather, it is speculation, which is also called guessing, and which is hazardous to your wealth. With enough life experience, we should all understand that guessing, even educated guessing, performed by highly credentialed individuals, is still speculation. Just yesterday, I spoke with an old friend, an extremely astute businessman who has prospered through his intelligence, energy, initiative, and superb negotiation skills. About a half year ago, he told me he was planning to leave his salaried position to focus on a side business he had been very successful with, something with a much higher payoff than the high compensation he earned through his job. When we spoke yesterday, he was quite distressed. He has been looking for another equally good job since leaving his former employment back in December. I took a calculated risk, he told me, but his calculations did not include the coronavirus. Whose did back in December? Turns out the impact of the coronavirus made his business idea uneconomic in the current environment. So you can see we cannot make precise calculations in our own life. Based on our own experiences, even the smartest of us, like this good friend of mine. But he's still a regular guy, you might say. I only pay attention to the very best experts. I'm very careful about whom I allow to influence me. I'd like to help you dispel this idea once and for all, though we can multiply examples a thousandfold. In a truly seminal work by my friend Professor Moshe Malevsky called The Seven Most Important Equations for Your Retirement, The Fascinating People and Ideas Behind Planning Your Retirement Income, the York University finance professor and mathematician explains the insights behind the equations used to plan retirement. So no one is included who did not fundamentally contribute to what we need and still use today in this critical field, going back as far as the Middle Ages with 12th century Italy's Leonardo Fibonacci, from whom we learn how long our nest egg will last. The book's fourth equation, which describes sustainable spending rates, comes from Irving Fisher. Lay people today may not recognize the name, but every economist to this day depends on him. He is the father of life cycle investing, and in his time, he lived from 1867 to 1947, he was America's most famous economist based at Yale University. Though his work, as noted, remains important to this day, Fisher is mainly remembered in the financial advisor investor world for his statement that the stock market had reached a, quote, permanently high plateau, end quote, meaning that prices had still not caught up with their intrinsic value and that they could be expected to rise much higher. This he said in October of 1929, just a few days before the stock market crash leading to the Great Depression. Indeed, as America's first celebrity economist, 
He maintained this view for months after the crash, assuring investors of a recovery. Molesky tells us that Fisher put his money where his mouth was and lost $10 million, which would be greater than $140 million in today's money. For the rest of his life, he survived off personal loans from his sister-in-law, which he never was able to pay back. Equally painful, nobody took his ideas seriously again, though he continued to contribute to the economics profession, and his post-crash papers formed the basis of our understanding today of depression economics. So there you have it. We don't know the future, nobody knows it, and you can really stumble by relying on experts' guesses. Now for part two. What can you do to ensure a comfortable retirement that doesn't depend on any one investing style? In other words, I like a liquidity strategy with generous portions of cash. Others prefer bonds. Still others like dividends. Some folks like annuities. Some hate them. Fine. Invest however you like. Whatever is comfortable for you. Just have sufficient lifetime income on the side. This too I heard from Moshe Molesky, that someone with a lifelong pension behaves differently than someone without it. When you know you'll have money to live off of if you make it to a very old age, you're far likelier to spend and enjoy your wealth. This can be arranged in various ways. If you have a generous pension, you've got it made. If you don't, and let's say you don't like annuities, fine. Create your own pension by setting aside money or by creating a bond ladder. The less affluent can go ahead and purchase an annuity, gaining the advantage of pooled income, which increases the payout. But what all these investors have in common is that they can then do what they want. They can bequeath their income if they like. They can invest the pension income they don't need 100% in stocks. It doesn't matter. Knowing that you're covered, that you have an income you can live off, even if you live a very long life, is the closest we can get to economic security. Ironically, investors spin their heads daily listening to other people's predictions instead of securing for themselves predictable income. Thanks for listening. If you found this podcast of value, I would be much obliged if you would pass it on to other advisors to keep this FA project growing. This is Gil Weinrich for Seeking Alpha.